Welcome back to Lexi's Lounge, your one-stop shop for mind, body, business, and marketing. Today on the podcast, I have my husband slash business partner, Riley, and we're going to answer all the burning questions you have about how I replace my $45,000 a year income with short-term renting. This is one you will not want to miss, so let's get started. Are you ready? Yes. Riley, thanks for being on Lexi's Lounge. Thanks for having me. What are you drinking tonight? Of course, a Keystone Light. Keystone Lattes. Well, are you excited to be on the show? Very. Well, I'm going to start charging you. Charging me what? By the minute. By the minute? By the minute. How much? Well, we'll get to there. So, All right. Ralph, we what get... What we got going on here? We get a ton of questions about our short-term rental, our Airbnb slash VRBO, right? Yeah. All right. So, what do you think the top number one asked question we get is? Probably what we do with all of our personal items. So, you, do you want to tell them what we do yeah, with them? of course. So, speaking <clears throat> of our personal items. Yeah. No, so uh, we just pretty much put all of our clothes in one of our walk-in closets and we lock it up and uh, we take what we need for while we're out of the house and then uh, we we want to make it feel like we're not there, so we take all of our pictures and anything that re- resembles that it's our house um, to make it feel like they're uh, the people who are staying here. Are, it feels like it's theirs, and of of course, and then the garage. Um, all of our belongings are still in the garage, and we keep that off limits and lock the garage door into the house too, so no one is able to get in there. Yeah. So in our bedroom, our master bedroom, we have two closets. Riley would call them a his and hers, his being the coat closet and mine being the walk-in closet. Of course, I get shafted. <laughs> Where are we right now? We're sitting in her closet. <laughs> and that's the what? <laughs> the walk-in closet. <laughs> We're sitting in my closet, which... She for... calls it the podcast studio. It It is because there's less feedback in here. <laughs> I think the second question we get is how often we rent it out. I would say in the off season, which is like not summer, is every weekend at least. But then in the summer, to give you perspective, we moved out of our house on Memorial Day weekend and we just got back in it and we have to move right back out because we have people coming this weekend. It's a Monday right now. We have people coming on Friday. And I should mention it's the middle of September. Saying you never know. Um, You could be think you have a month of no one in your house and then you wake up in the next morning and somebody books your house for that next day. So you got to scramble to get everything ready. So it's kind of uh, important that you keep things simple. Minimal. Yeah, minimal. And that way it's easier on you when it comes time to uh, get out of the house you don't have a bunch of crap to move out yeah especially now that we have it's you and me and our two kids and it's two under two well I guess Noah's two now but still like toddler and baby it's there's so much stuff so we just have to really keep most of our stuff out of the house and just leave the basics here for the people. And it is nice, though, when we have people that come and stay that have kids or infants, that we have everything they need for that. So I think people, a lot of people like that. That's a good comment we get back. Yeah, definitely. So we asked questions on Instagram about what people wanted to know. And one of the questions that came in is how long we rent our house out at a time. 
we rent our house out um, usually anywhere from two nights, um, but that's our minimum, to a week. On average, I'd say it's about four nights a stay is what people usually book it for, mainly from a, either a Thursday to a Sunday or a, a Friday to a Monday is usually the typical stay. Yeah. And we don't try to do monthly renters, even though it would be nice, you know, but we don't try to because of the Washington tenant laws. Like if somebody's in there for over a month, just even one day, then it's to, it's what their property now or something. It's squatter yeah, laws. No, they're, they're way too protected to uh, to do any sort of long term rental in this state. So we don't allow long term rentals. Yeah. It would be nice, but we just we just don't want to even go there. So a lot of people ask me in person, too, where we stay when our house is being rented out. I'm sure you get that question a lot also. Yeah. We actually have a travel trailer that we stay in. It's really nice. It has two bedrooms. So the back bedroom is a bunkhouse with four bunks, and one of them converts into a table. And then it has its own separate bedroom as well. But we've also got the question of where we park our trailers, so I'll let Riley take over that one. We put in full hookups right on the side of our house, and, you know, we let the people know that we stay on the property, and uh, it's pretty convenient for us because going back and forth from the house to the trailer, it makes it easy. We don't have to pack a bunch of stuff up and completely leave the property. Uh, we just kick it in the trailer while people stay here and that's pretty much where we live all summers in our travel trailer yeah but we do we do go camping in other places during the summer but in the winter for example we'll be in the trailer but we'll really try to find friends or family to go hang out with and go hang out at their house because we just don't want to sit in the trailer that's it's a small place for a family of four plus two cats and a dog yeah it kind of pushes us out to go go do stuff with friends and get out a little more yeah i like it so far do you definitely so another question we've gotten asked is have you ever had issues with damaged or missing items um the first damaged thing i could ever think back to was somebody staining our carpet red which we just had a cleaner come out and he fixed it shout out to karsten cleaning in snohomish county washington um he fixed it and we just charged the guest what the cost was and she paid it no problem and that was fine but um we did have quite an experience with one group tell them about the shower curtain uh we went into our house and for some reason our shower curtain was off the hooks and gone couldn't tell you what happened it wasn't in any of the garbages or anything just disappeared and then they replaced it with a different shower curtain i don't know if they think we didn't or wouldn't notice but then they also went to the local grocery store around here and got like stacks of their plastic bags and left them in the house and then they also took all of our dish towels which was really weird there was a lot of weird things that happened with that group they were super nice but i'm like what yeah so you just you never know you get all sorts of kinds of people who rent your house um so you just got to be ready for 
random things to happen like that because they're going to happen. You're not going to get perfect renters every time. Yeah. But we do, I would say, for the most part, get renters that are just, they're so sweet and they're so nice. And the really cool thing about renting your house out in short-term increments is being able to meet people from all over the world, from all different backgrounds, who have all different stories to tell. We've met some of the coolest, sweetest, nicest people on the planet and developed relationships with them that we would have never if we didn't rent our house out. Yeah, and a lot of times you get cool gifts left behind yeah whether that be something they just left behind or something they actually bought you but a lot of times we'll ask people if we find something left behind we'll be like do you guys want me to ship this back to you and they're like no we left it for you or oh no it's fine or whatever most of the time it's not even worth their money to ship the item that's left behind yeah so another question we get is how did we figure out how much to rent it out per night so i'll take this one since i pretty much do the yeah the renting um, or the pricing. I used to work at a hotel, so I did the room night blocks and everything for group events and whatnot. So I really sat down in a meeting every single Tuesday and we went over and figured out the pricing for the hotel for that whole month. So what that essentially looks like with a short-term rental is looking at the competition around you and seeing what they're pricing based on the amenities they have, how many people they can sleep, how nice it is. And then coupling that with my gut feeling of like, okay, what's it worth for me and my family to be kicked out of my house a night? And so those two things, like I realistically sit on the higher end of the spectrum because it's not, it's, it's worth a lot of money and time for me to move my family out of the house. And Riley, like he does so much, God bless him. He goes to work and then comes home and cleans the house. Cause I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm hiring someone, but this guy, he's a penny pincher. So he, uh, he won't let that happen. I think he's on the verge, though, now, right, of hiring a cleaner? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you guys heard we're on the same page now. But anyway, that's how I figure out how much to rent it per night. And so far, it works pretty well, and I have no regrets. All right. <laughs> this is one I've gotten a few times in person, but it also came through on our Instagram questions. Is this a long-term thing for us? Is this a long-term thing for us? As of now, yeah. I mean... Everything's, I'm liking it, um, and our goal is to try to get a, pick up another one and do it again somewhere else and give us a, a spot to bounce back and forth from, too. Yeah, totally. It uh, actually replaced my $45,000 a year salary doing this in one year, so that is something that is super exciting because it enables me to stay home with the boys. We're doing pretty well with it, and it's kind of shocking because everybody we tell says the same thing. We live in an area, if you're not from Marysville, Washington, the only huge attraction that is near us is the Tulalip Casino. And other than that, it's Seattle or Bellingham, right? I mean, unless you're going to Everett, but I mean, why would you go to Everett? (laughs) He works there, so he's like, get me out of that place. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just crazy to me that people even come stay that we're as busy as we are, but there's obviously a market for it. And I'm really glad that we tapped into it when we did. It was one of our first entrepreneurial ventures together. Or did we start your company first? Um, they're pretty close, but I think the Airbnb went first. Okay. Yeah. Riley actually has a company 
of his own doing tractor work too so that's really cool so riley has a company i have a company and then we have a company together and then look at us now we're on this podcast together here we are yeah he's like here we are can we get this over with a question we got is are you living in your trailer yes ma'am yes indeed we are and it's really comfortable actually like i don't mind it it's at cozy. all it's yeah it's cozy it can get dirty really easily that's my biggest complaint but i i feel like re more recently i've tried to make a conscious effort to like keep it cleaner except for where my clothes are that's the hard part my clothes uh well yeah you don't got your walk-in closet in the trailer i know but even my walk-in closet that we're sitting right now is kind of messy so it turns into a walk-on closet it's <laughs> a pretty good one <laughs> Okay, so the next question we have is, do we live here if there's a longer stretch when it is not rented out? Absolutely, we do, but it would have to be at least... I'd say two weeks uh, to make it worthwhile. It wouldn't be bad at all if, it, if you didn't have kids, but with all their stuff, it's a lot of work moving in, moving out, and the messes the kids can make and getting into everything second to last question how many days a month is it rented out 20 days a month i'd say in the summer yeah and then in the winter i'd winter say it jumps to like 10 yeah eight to ten days um a month i'd say yeah and then the final question <sighs> can i quit my job and do this you definitely could um but you kind of just... gotta have two places to live yeah, but you also have to have a strategy going into it. You just can't say, oh, I'm going to rent my house out. You got to kind of figure out what you could charge. Um, and you kind of base that off of, you know, your uh, competitors. You kind of see what people around you are charging and also what you have to offer, you know, because that's, that's huge when people are looking for places things you have to offer if you have a hot tub if you have a big outdoor area if you can host a, a large group large group or um you know fires if you can have fires or uh where you live and what's surrounded by you you know if there's things to do all around you uh, a huge thing here is weddings that's i'd say it's probably 80 percent of people who stay here are for uh, weddings, whether it's they're in the party or they're just family here out of town. But um, but we're surrounded by a ton of wedding venues all around us. So that is a big one for us on people staying here. All right. So we are about to wrap up. We talked about what we do with our personal items, how often we rent it out, where we stay, um, the kind of guests to look out for in a way, good and bad. So before we go, Riley, what is your top tip for somebody who wants to start their own Airbnb, VRBO, vacation rental? I'd say my top tip is uh, just keeping your house very simple, meaning your decorations on the walls or decorations around the house, things that can get broken. Um, just keep things simple, but also you want, you know, your house to feel cozy, but make it easy on you or the cleaner and, uh, you know, don't have a bunch of things on the floor, uh, decorations like that, that you got to move to clean vacuum um, because there's a lot of kids that stay and you know if you have a 
kid-friendly house, uh, it makes the guests a whole lot happier to uh, to stay at your place because they don't have to worry about uh, their kids getting into things and breaking things. So if you just keep your house simple uh, but cozy, I'd say that's going to be your best bet. And I would say my top tip is be flexible but strong in your rules. So, like, if somebody wants to come in early, check in, and you can let them, then let them. Like, do those things where you can accommodate them extra for no extra fee because at the end of the day, if you treat people good, they're going to treat you well in return. But, you know, there is boundaries you have to uphold because people can and will walk all over you if you allow them to, but also where you can give a little grace and be a little nicer and, you know, be the change you want to see in the world and be kind, then I would highly advocate for that as well. Well, Riles, I know you really didn't want to do this, but thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. Will you be back to Lexi's lounge? Well, we'll see. All right. We gotta work on this uh, contract here. Okay, all right. Well, cheers, baby. Love ya. Love ya. Well, I hope this podcast was extremely helpful if you've ever been wondering about VRBO or Airbnb. If you have any other questions about it, send us an email or a DM and we may do another episode on this. Also, don't forget to leave some love in the reviews and tune in next week for my chat with Kelly Hackney about marketing strategy and email marketing. See you then.